Ernest, what's up? Look, in the world of personal finance management, finding the right tool is crucial. If you've been relying on Mint to keep your personal finances in check, I got a mix of news for you. Mint is closing down. But here's a silver lining. Monarch Money is stepping up as the go-to financial app and users, including myself, are making the switch with a smile. Before Monarch, juggling my finances felt like navigating a stormy sea. Other apps either lacked features or were too cumbersome. Then came Monarch Money. Its ease of use, powerful features, and sleek design turned financial management from a chore into a breeze. The constant updates, well, that's the cherry on top. But what truly set it apart for me was its collaboration feature. Money matters constrain relationships, but Monarch brings peace to the table. The app's collaboration tools allowed my partner and I to seamlessly manage our finances together. We aligned on our budgets, tracked our cash flow, and even planned our future goals all in one place. Speaking of goals, be it saving for a down payment, your dream vacation, or your children's education, Monarch simplifies it all. It's no wonder the Wall Street Journal hailed it as the best budgeting app. This isn't just an app. It's the next generation of personal finance management, ad-free, intuitive, and always evolving with you in mind. Now look, Monarch isn't just another app. It's the all-in-one solution. From effortlessly importing your data from Mint to customizing your dashboard to your heart's content, Monarch respects your privacy with a strict no-ads, no-data-selling policy. This is financial management as it should be, focused on you. Look, after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated financial personal app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash leisure. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash leisure for your extended 30-day free trial. Earners, what's up? Look, as an entrepreneur, the dream is to earn a living doing what you love. But let's face it, turning that dream into reality is no small feat. That's where Kajabi steps in, transforming challenges into opportunities. I've been there, juggling every aspect of my business, wishing for a simpler way to diversify revenue and grow my brand. Then Kajabi changed the game. It's an all-in-one platform that empowered me to not just build, but thrive. With Kajabi, creating online courses, membership sites, and more became not just possible, but easy. And the best part? I kept 100% of what I earned, thanks to Kajabi's no-commission policy. But Kajabi isn't just about tools. It's about building a profitable business with the support of robust analytics, easy payment options, and customizable templates, all without needing a huge team or audience. Join me and thousands of entrepreneurs making six or seven figures on Kajabi, regardless of your audience size. If you're ready to turn your passion into profit, Kajabi is your next step to success. So what are you waiting for? Build, grow, and keep what you earn with Kajabi. Start your journey today. And right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash earn. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash earn. Kajabi.com slash earn. And join the entrepreneurs and creators who've made over $6 billion. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Head over there now. So Jamie Dimon sold 1 million shares of J.P. Morgan shares worth of $141 billion million dollars mm-hmm. um should this be a concern for the entire banking sector or the stock of jp morgan or is this something that's just regular nothing to really be
be too concerned about? Um, for me, I have to say, um, shout out to everyone at JP Morgan. Love you dearly. Uh, no need to have a meeting about this, but I do believe he's definitely earned this. He's probably the best CEO in that space. But that if you look at that golden parachute number that we keep talking about, if he's going to cash out relatively soon, maybe he'll retire in five years. I don't know who succeeds him at JP Morgan. And when I look at the overall landscape, I don't see any other great banking executives. At one point, financial services and banking had a ton of amazing CEOs. I think Brian Moynihan is good, but I think he isn't as great as Jamie. I couldn't tell you five other CEOs that are incredible. So it's kind of like the end of the era. Um, this will make me a lot more concerned in the banking industry overall. Of course, he's earned it. I think he's been the best of breed when it comes to banking. But when the best player leaves and you don't have a Steph Curry of banking, a Zion, it's tough. Meanwhile, all of the smaller banks have been collapsing and been acquired. Mm -hmm. I think he is exiting at the right time when the world is in turmoil. But please keep your eye on how many CEOs are leaving or taking grand compensation packages at this time. I would definitely this, be concerned. This this feels like 2021 when we were talking about CEOs selling shares of their company. We saw yep. Elon do it. We saw Tim Cook do it. And we saw what relatively what happened six months after when there was a pullback in tech. I think the timing of it, uh, makes sense for him. I, I would. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm too concerned with uh, JP stock in the sense that last quarter, you know, they reported an increase in 35. percent And Ian, you just brought up the yeah, small the banks. <laughs> yeah, you, you brought up the small banks closing, but guess who was acquiring their customers? Yeah, JP Morgan. JP. Um, and so yep. I, I didn't. I don't take too much concern with it. If you look over the history, he took over in 2006. So for about 18 years, this is the first time ever that he's ever sold stock. And so that might sound like something that's alarming, but when you look at the history, you can actually, and this is why doing the research is important. When you go to the analytics and you look about look at the company and who has how many shares, his family owns almost 9 million shares. Yeah. So even if they sold a million shares, you still got 8 million shares. You're well-vested in, inside of the company. So I'm not sure that what it means to JP stock, uh, what it means for the overall banking sector, it's cause for concern. We'll, we'll see if it's there's tough. more C more CEOs who follow that trend of selling shares. Because, like I said, we've seen this happen in 2021 inside of the tech space, financial services, and banking. Uh, if we start seeing that trend, that probably gives us a sign that there's going to be some turmoil, maybe some downturn in that sector. So, I would watch it for that standpoint. Yeah, I agree. And hands down, number one bank. I think he's the number one executive in banking. Um, the stock could be fine. I am worried about the overall banking sector, though, especially with inflation going up. And there's no amazing leadership. Even if we ask everyone in the audience tonight, name me five other incredible banking CEOs. It's going to be tough. It's going to be very tough. So, um, but yeah. he definitely deserves this. If anyone deserves this compensation, it's him. And you yeah. can argue he's underpaid. Yeah, look at the numbers. The stats are on the board, right? If we look at just the numbers, when he took over in 2006, uh, J.P. Morgan was uh, managing nearly a trillion dollars in assets. They are now managing 3.2 trillion. You tripled yep. the amount of money that is being managed. In the market. And the market cap is now over 410 uh, billion. So we're talking about the overall number of how much you're managing and what the, the company is now worth. He's done a tremendous job. And if you if you've watched the financial sector since 2006, especially during that that time of, of uh, the real estate crash, 
and how the banks were collapsing, the role that he played in it, you're right. He, he might be one of those CEOs that is underbid. Absolutely. If you look at what he's done for the bank, and we're talking about since 2006 to 2008, especially when the housing market crashed and the banks were crashing, this guy was the one who came up with the solution, right? When he got everybody Absolutely. in the room and said, you're the person that can help us get out of this. And he, he did. I mean, you, you talk about somebody being underpaid in the space. He probably is the person. If we're talking about all CEOs, especially in, in the banking sector, but just over the overall market, he's probably one of the most important CEOs in the U.S. economy. No, I agree a thousand percent, especially at a time when banks were not trusted, being vilified left and right. He kind of brought a little bit of peace in that space. Well, we don't have the same concerns about banking that we did in 07, 08, 09. He has to get a lot of credit uh, for that. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.